0: The second Sunday in Advent continues on the path started in the first week by looking forward to Christ's first and second coming. Advent 2 focuses on John the Baptist, the Gentiles being included in God's family, Christ's coming in judgment and peace, and the church's hopeful expectation of the completion of his promises. Whereas the scripture readings for Advent 1 speak broadly about God's promise to bring Israel out of exile, the readings for Advent 2 focus more specifically on the Messiah and what his coming will look like. Old Testament readings for the second Sunday of Advent reflect on the type of kingdom the coming Messiah will bring one of judgment and peace. In Isaiah chapter 11, verses 1 and 2, it says, There shall come forth a shoot from the stump of Jesse, and a branch from his roots shall bear fruit, and the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. This is such a beautiful image. From the dead, rotting, and decaying stump of Jesse, Which was King David's father, a broken dynasty, which was apparently going nowhere, God will unexpectedly cause new life to shoot forth. God did not abandon his people who had fallen into Babylonian captivity. Instead, in continuing his promise to Abraham, God works to bring new life out of death through a descendant of David. Where there is brokenness, God creates hope. Where there is darkness, God's light shines forth. The one coming in righteousness with the Spirit of the Lord upon him will bring a mix of peace and judgment. He will judge the poor with righteousness. This is per Isaiah 11, verse 4 and kill the wicked with the breath of his lips. This peace-bringing judgment will finally end the cycle of death that was begun by sin. Then Isaiah 40 shifts to the prophecy concerning John the Baptist, who will come ahead of the Davidic king as a messenger preparing the way. He will, as it says in Isaiah 40 verse 3, make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Then in that day when the glory of God will be revealed, the anointed one will come with might, but as one who tenderly cares for his flock like a shepherd. You can read chapter 40 To see this powerful story, story. these passages portray both Christ's first and second coming. While the reign of peace Jesus brings begins during the incarnation, God's kingdom will not be completed until Jesus returns again. Readings from the Psalms during Advent 2 reveal the character of the coming Savior. Psalm 72, starting in verse 1, describes him as a just king and a righteous judge who defends the cause of the poor, crushes oppressors, delivers the children of the needy, and brings peace. And then Psalm 85 focuses on the peace that will accompany the coming of the Lord. Verses 1 and 2 of Psalm 85 recall how God restored Jacob's fortune and forgave the people in the past by covering their sin. This psalm shifts to the future in verse 8 by saying he will speak peace to his people, to his saints. God spoke peace in Jesus' first coming, and that peace will once again be spoken when he returns for his people. His salvation is near to those who trust him, and in him Steadfast love and faithfulness meet. New Testament readings during Advent 2 remind God's people to live in hope while they wait for the second advent of Jesus Christ. And Romans 15.4 specifically calls the church to endurance and hope, welcoming others into the family just like Jesus did. God in his hospitality included those outside the ethnic borders of Israel into his one covenant family. As a result of this hospitality, Paul exhorts, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that by the power of the Holy Spirit you may abound in hope. God's grace makes Advent a season of hope. 2 Peter 3.8 reminds us that God is not slow to fulfill His promises. And because God promised to return like a thief in the night, God's people should live in holiness, godliness, and peace as we await the coming new heavens and new earth in which righteousness dwells. Philippians 1, 3 through 11 points to God's faithfulness. The one who began a work in his people will bring it to completion when Christ returns. Gospel readings for the second Sunday of Advent meditate on John the Baptist, the one sent to pave the way for Christ. In Matthew 3, it tells us that John the Baptist came calling for repentance because God's kingdom was close at hand. John even confronted the Pharisees and Sadducees who thought they stood on solid ground because they were descendants of Abraham. However, John told them, God is able from these stones to raise up children for Abraham. Even now the axe is laid to the root of the trees. Every tree, therefore, that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. The family of God is being extended beyond the bounds of the nation of Israel. And John tells the religious leaders that their ethnicity is of no benefit to them if they do not, like everyone else, repent and bear fruit. In Mark 1, it speaks again of John the Baptist coming while tracing Jesus' lineage back to God himself. And in Luke 3, adds that the coming of the Messiah will cause all people to see God's salvation. So now in moving into the Advent to traditions and spiritual symbols, we see that the Advent wreath that was introduced during the first week help teach us the theological significance of the journey through the Advent season. On the second Sunday of Advent, the second purple candle, which is sometimes called the Bethlehem candle, is lit. This candle represents love and peace, both God's love for us and ours for him and others, and also symbolizes the manger where Jesus was born. The manger is a vivid reminder of the great lengths to which the king of creation went, humbling himself for his people. He deserved a kingly procession into the city with fanfare, but instead we see him born in a manger, living in poverty with no place to lay his head and entering the city on a donkey as he makes his way to the cross. The lighting of the second Advent candle reminds us of Jesus' love and his life of love for us. The second Sunday of Advent prayer is about grace. As we continue down the Advent path, we are constantly reminded of Christ's first coming while we watch and wait for his second coming the prayer for the second Sunday of Advent puts it this way. Father in heaven, who sent your son to redeem the world and will send him again to be our judge, give us grace so to imitate him in the humility and purity of his first coming, that when he comes again, we may be ready to greet him with joyful love and firm faith. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Over the rest of the Advent, I will be sharing again a brief time each day just to help you celebrate Advent and get a glimpse into exactly what Advent means, as well as just taking time to worship our precious Lord. I do hope you enjoy these Advent podcasts, but More than that, I pray that you allow them to take you to the throne of the Savior, to the foot of the cross, to that barn in Bethlehem where the most precious gift we've ever received lays on a bed of hay, an uncomfortable bed of hay. If you would like to learn more about how to accept Jesus Christ as your Savior, you can go to podcast number zero to learn more, but I would love for you to call me. Talk to me about that. Ask your questions. Let me pray with you. It's a privilege to pray with and for people who have questions and are seeking God. Call me or email me for any request, prayer request you have. Text me any way you want to reach out. My email address is lori the disciple at gmail.com. And Lori is spelled L O R I. And my phone number is area code 918 344 5656. My name is Lori and I am a disciple of Jesus Christ.